I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 235 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, it's time for our first Frogman Friday episode of the new season here, and I have a phenomenal guest to bring you guys today. Retired Navy SEAL Master Chief Jason Gardner joins me, and he spent nearly three decades in the SEAL teams, including eight deployments. He is currently working alongside Jocko Willink and Leif Babin with Echelon Front as a leadership instructor. I can't tell you what an honor it is for me to have Jason Gardner with me today. He'll be here in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. Next week, I got five episodes coming at you, and each one is a banger. UFC Hall of Famer Tito Ortiz will be here with me, and we're going to go from the cage to the ring. Former middleweight boxing champion Kelly Pavlik will also be joining me later in the week. Plus, I have an amazing guest for 9-11, another Frogman Friday, and a very motivational dad with an incredible story to kick off the week on Monday. Be sure you're following me over on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, to find out just who I'm talking about. And if you guys are enjoying the podcast, please do me a favor and hit me with a rating or a review over on iTunes. It would really go a long way to help me out. I'm working hard to bring you guys the best guests and the most valuable content as I possibly can. I can't say thank you enough for all of your support. I also wanted to mention that I was recently a guest on Ryan Mickler's podcast, Order of Man. It was an honor to be on his show. I was fortunate enough to have Ryan on First Class Fatherhood last year. Uh, so we get into it pretty good on his show. If you're interested, go check out the Order of Man podcast. And don't forget to visit manscaped.com and use my promo code FATHER to save 20% off their products and get free shipping. They sent me their top-of-the-line electric trimmer, and I will be posting more about that on social media to tell you more about how awesome it is. So let's go, dads. I am pumped up for today's episode. I am blessed to have a true American hero with me today. So please, let every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list know about the show that celebrates fatherhood and family life, Fatherhood Rocks. Family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I will be right back with Navy SEAL Jason Gardner. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, First Class Fatherhood is being brought to you today by Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They sent me their lawnmower 2.0, and I wish they had something like this years ago. I can't tell you how many times I've nicked my nuggets in the shower while shaving, and you definitely don't want to be using the same razor on your face that you're using down there on the two amigos. The lawnmower 2.0 is an electric trimmer with skin-safe technology. It's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. So let's go, dads. Right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are getting 20% off their entire order, plus free shipping by using the promo code FATHER. Go to manscaped.com, enter the promo code FATHER at the checkout, save 20% off, and get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER. All right, and joining me now is a First Class Father. He is a combat veteran, a retired Navy SEAL Master Chief, he is the recipient of the Silver Star, two Bronze Stars, a Purple Heart, and many other awards. It is a huge honor for me to say, Jason Gardner, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, thanks for having me, Alec. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? I've got three kids. 
my oldest son is uh, 23 years old, and then I and he's from a previous marriage, and then I've got an eight-year-old daughter and a seven-year-old son. Wow. Okay. Very cool. What type of uh, sports or activities you got them into? So, well, this boy played a lot of basketball, and then we're we're really big into the outdoors. So horseback riding, hunting, and fishing, and then the, my my daughter and my son Storm and Thor are just kind of coming up into all that. Uh, playing some basketball a little bit at school, and then um, you know we're getting them into anything that they're interested to do. We're kind of limited in the scope of sports that are available because we live in a real rural area, but we definitely do horseback riding and camping and fishing, and then they they come along hunting. They're going to start hunting next year. Wow, yeah, that's very cool. All right, Jason, here, please take a minute just to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. I am a retired SEAL Master Chief. I did 30 years in the SEAL teams. I've got Nine deployments, five of which were combat deployments spanning everything from the first Gulf War all the way up to uh, Iraq, take three basically for my career when I was there in 2016 and 17 for clearing a Mosul from uh, ISIL or Daesh, you know, getting the Islamic State out of there. And uh, now I work for Echelon Front, Jocko and Leif wrote those books, Extreme Ownership and um, Dichotomy of Leadership, and I go around speaking as a leadership consultant to uh, different organizations right now, and so that's what I'm doing since I've retired from the military. Yeah, wow, what an incredible career you've had, and, and thank you for your service, of course. And, and how old were you when you first became a father, Jason, and how did becoming a dad kind of change your perspective on life? Uh my son was like, uh, I was 25 when my son was born. And, you know, when it changed your perspective because now you're just, it's not just you, right? You're responsible for somebody else. And that, uh, that's, a, that's a huge responsibility, as anybody who's a father knows. But it also comes with uh, a, a huge amount of reward because I get to experience things vicariously through them so, you know, their first time doing anything is so exciting, whereas doing whatever it could be, whether it's, uh, you know, reading a book or or their first time, you know, going to an amusement park or anything, which has just kind of gotten boring and old, is I, I find that, that I get to relive the experience through their eyes. And it's that aspect of it is super rewarding. Yeah, very well said. And I heard you on Jocko's podcast there reading. The, you had the open letter to your daughter, which I thought was uh-huh. beautiful and powerful at the same time there. What was the genesis of you writing the, the letter, and if you could share it with us? Okay. So basically, I've been thinking for a while, had been thinking for a while about what my general philosophy was on raising my daughter as opposed to raising my sons. And really... I think we've kind of missed the mark sometimes in, in in general with how we raise little girls. And um, you, you want to raise any kid. And, and so the bottom line is I've come to the conclusion that there really shouldn't be much difference in how you raise your daughter and how you raise your your sons. The, the, you, your, the end state is I want to raise a competent adult, right? 
and I want to raise a competent adult that is uh, not feeling a lot of shame, is happy and fulfilled, you know, and, and can go out there and function on their own. And so in, in order to do that, uh, there's a, a lot of things that, that I need to step back from as a parent and let them fight those battles on their own. And so here, here's here's what I came up with, and, and basically I've been thinking about it for a, a while, and then in the parking lot of Costco, I'm like, hey, you know what? I One afternoon I, I wrote it all down, and uh, here's, here's what it is. But uh, a promise to my daughter, I will love you unconditionally, always, no matter what. I will not pamper you. This will forge a resilience that will help you conquer all of life's obstacles. I do not intend to raise a princess, but rather a warrior with fire in her heart and ice in her veins. In my mind, there is nothing you can't do, no job or goal beyond your reach. I will challenge you so that when you stand, so that you can stand confidently on your own two feet, independent and strong. I will set the example on how to treat those you love so that when you choose a partner, it will be someone who lifts you up. And I will invest my time and energy in you so that when I am gone, enough memories of me will be with you in your heart to keep forever. Stand tall with your shoulders back. This world is yours for the taking. And I have a heart at the end. And Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I can't tell you how awesome that is for me to hear. I, I have four children myself. I had three boys and then got my girl uh, on the fourth try. And it has been just just the emotional part of the of the switch that has occurred here has been, uh, you know, a little bit uh, challenging for me to catch up with. And, uh, and, and we definitely need more philosophies like yours here on raising our daughters. And I think that's very beneficial to everybody that, that gets a chance to hear it. Yeah, I mean – so so what I was really what I'm hoping to do is a I want to set a good example for her so that when she goes and has her own relationships there'll be positive relationships and she's not going to tolerate anybody uh you know treating her with disrespect or incorrectly or or in a harmful manner because that's the example that she's seen me lay out between me and my wife this at its core, this is about decentralized command where I'm getting, you know, and, and right there I'm stealing one of, of uh, Leif and Jocko's laws of combat. But I want her to make squared away decisions when I'm not around. I want her to be able to take care of herself. I want her to be able to change a tire. I want her to be able to change an oil if that's what she wants to do. And I don't want her to have to be dependent on anyone else and then that will set her up for success to be in in the best relationships or whatever she wants to do moving forward as an adult. Yeah, very well said. And I, and you speak about changing your time. I actually gave a class at the local library here for the teenagers that were getting their licenses on how to change because it's it's amazing to me how many of the young teenagers that are getting their license have no idea how to do basic car maintenance. So uh, it's just little things like that, and I think I speak about it quite a bit on the podcast. We have such a fatherless crisis in our country right now, and we see the devastating results in our society from children that are growing up with no uh, father influence in their life. Right, and and so to all those single mothers out there, because guys aren't taking their responsibility and stepping up and helping them out, you you can fill this role too. 
you should learn how to change a tire and fill in that gap because it, it, it can be done and it needs to be done because, like you said, the two-parent household is becoming um, the exception and not the norm or, or we're trending in that direction. And, and, and raising kids is hard. It takes two people. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I know that you, you help so many people now. You're with the Echelon Front. You help so many people in the business world to become leaders. Is it challenging for you uh, to kind of differentiate uh, teaching leadership to civilians as opposed to it was to sailors and then completely switching that to leading your kids? All right, Dad, the NFL season is now upon us, and the Major League Baseball season is winding down. There is no better time to take your kids to the ball game, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save $20 off their tickets on SeatGeek.com by using my promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. Maybe you want to see a concert or a Broadway show. Save 20 bucks on the tickets on SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code FIRSTCLASS. It's a slam-dunk deal, Dads. SeatGeek.com, promo code FIRSTCLASS. Fatherhood is the best seat in the house. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I know that you, you help so many people now. You're with the Echelon Front. You help so many people in the business world to become leaders. Is it challenging for you uh, to kind of differentiate uh, teaching leadership to civilians as opposed to it was to sailors and then completely switching that to leading your kids? No, it's all the same thing. I've recognized that parenting is just leadership, and that actually – helped me as a parent and then helped me when I was in the executive levels of leadership um, as a SEAL, you know, when I was a command master chief of SEAL Team 5 or a command master chief of our training detachment. And I, I, I had this epiphany, and it was about seven years ago, and I'm like, this is, I'm parenting. And people are looking for me to, to mentor them, really. Parenting is nothing more than mentorship. So it's all the same. Uh it's it's super rewarding to be out now talking in the civilian sector because usually when someone comes and asks me to speak, they're really fired up about the message. Whereas um, when I was in the military, you know, people weren't asking; they just had to be in the class, you know. So there there's a buy-in that's really exciting, and there's an aspect of American culture that I get to see that. Uh, I, I think we're, we're by the people I meet every day. Uh, I think we're doing just fine as a country. That there's just so many good people out there that are working so hard, and they have the right ideas and ideals. That uh, it's 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 I I I'm super appreciative of the job I have, and it's it's a lot of fun to do it. Yeah, and because of guys like you and a lot of the veterans that have become involved in this, I'm very optimistic for our country here and the direction it's going. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem to get a lot of the play and the airtime on social media just because it doesn't. it's not really clickbait when something good is happening. So that's uh, another reason of me putting out the message of just celebrating fatherhood and family life and trying to give people the idea that it's uh, something to ab- in, uh, you know, embrace and not something to avoid. You're, oh, you're absolutely right, and this is why I've quit watching the news, because uh, fundamentally the the media gets ratings by putting out stuff that is inflammatory because we're hardwired genetically by by uh, um, to look at something that's a threat. So when they say, "Oh, this this is going on," or "This crisis is going on," 
then that's clickbait. You look at it, it gets some ratings. Then all they're doing is jamming you full of bad information, and I've just ignored it. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'm paying attention to what I see with my two eyes out there. Yeah, I got a chance to see it firsthand. I just recently I had a a, a press pass uh, for the White House for a full week, and I spent it with all the big media people, and I was just it was really eye opening to see behind the scenes what takes place there. So, uh, and I never okay. had any social I never had any social media accounts before I started the podcast, and it's just uh, it's just vicious. It's just vicious to be honest with you. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you just have to ignore it and move forward in a positive manner, and that that uh, that takes a lot of practice to be able to detach from that stuff. But uh, I I am optimistic for the direction our country is going. I'm optimistic for our youth um, because the young men and women that I've seen serving overseas uh, in harm's way with lousy pay under terrible conditions, just working hard without complaining, then. Uh, uh, I, I think we're good to go. I, and, and, but I, I'll preface that with there's always room for improvement, right? We can always do better. But I, I think the, the direction that we're moving, I think we're good. And, and it's, you know, you have a podcast that talks about parenting. There, and, and there's several of others like them, and the ratings are great. And just the fact that there's that hunger for it out there is, is a positive sign. Yeah, well said, 100%. And all right, I know that 30 years as a Navy SEAL, I, I would only imagine that you're a very well-disciplined individual, but how are you when it comes to being a disciplinarian as a father? Are you a spanker, timeout guy? How do you kind of handle discipline? Um, so not, I'm not really a spanker. Uh, I, I search around for what is, I think, the most effective thing for the kids. So for my daughter, the timeout seems to work the best. For my son, a lecture seems to work, and then I just kind of tailor it for what seems to be to work. And then consistency is is the key, and I try to be consistent. I'm not consistent all the time, but that's that's basically what I'm shooting for because I know that they're always testing their boundaries, and if I keep the boundaries in the same place, then they kind of understand them better and they don't, they're not going to push against them as much. So the, the, the other thing I've been doing lately is trying not to yell at them because I don't want them to think that, you know, hey, screaming and yelling is a good option. So, so sometimes it's just necessary, right? Sometimes when they get out of the car and they run into traffic, you got to yell at them. Or sometimes when you got to yell at them like, hey, put your brother down or put down the cat. But, uh, there's a lot of times when I'll holler at him, and it's not necessary for me to holler at him, and I find that if I speak to him in this manner and I say something to him like, okay, listen, what you're doing right now is not good, and it is not going to result in anything that you're going to like, and I'm not going to tolerate, so I need you to tighten this up, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely been an on-the-job training for me. My oldest is 13, and it's taken quite a while to kind of adapt and change my own philosophy of parenting. And, and all, all four of my kids respond differently uh, to different styles of discipline. There's one kid that you spank, so he'll never do it again. There's another kid you can spank them all day long, and ain't going to stop them. So they all they all respond differently. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that with leadership. Every individual requires a different style of leadership. And... Uh, and so you just got to kind of search around and find out what's effective. 
All right, well, what do you got coming up here? What type of goals or plans do you have for the future? Are you going to be involved with uh, Jocko and Leif in the next book that they're writing, or what, what kind of goals you got going on? Uh, I, I don't have any involvement in any books right now. Uh, my wife is getting ready to write, or she has a book that's in the editing process. And uh, basically, I'm just doing the leadership consulting thing and uh, uh, doing some podcast appearances and just talking about some of these things that I think are important, and they seem to be resonating with a lot of people. So that's a great thing. Yeah, very cool. All right, one more thing I'm going to hit you with here, Jason. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Get advice from other dads. So you're you're going into uncharted territory, and you're going to need to talk to some other dads and figure out what's going on. And then you're you're also going to have to learn how to work together with mom, um, so that you guys are coming from this leadership portion on a united front. And some hills aren't worth dying on. So if you have too big a, a disagreement with mom, it's better that you guys are in alignment and how you discipline and raise the kids than if you're doing different things. And so check your ego, open up those lines of communication, and congratulations. There is no bigger gift that you can have than being a father. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. i got to say, Jason Gardner, you're a first-class father, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first-class fatherhood. It was a real privilege for you to have me on. Thanks, Al. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Jason Gardner for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was such an honor. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM over on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And that's it. That's going to do it for our first week back here on First Class Fatherhood. I want to say thank you to all of you guys out there who have been listening. A special thank you to all the guests this week, including Sean Parnell, Titus O'Neill, Trent Dilfer, and, of course, today, Jason Gardner. Next week, got five bangers coming at you. Make sure you follow me over on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace or at First Class Fatherhood to check out all the upcoming guest announcements. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. That's all I got for you guys this week. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.